0: Today, on the whole person mindset, we get to talk to a productive strategy time management expert with professional background in quality management and empowerment coaching. She has turned her passion for organizing her mission in helping men and women to become more productive in life and in business so they could gain the confidence, clarity, time, and freedom they deserve through structures, systems, processes that brings results. Now, I'm going to let her share her whole name. I can pronounce her first name. It's just her last name that I cannot pronounce. So, welcome to the show, Agnes. And, Agnes, tell me your last name.
1: Uh, thank you very much for having me. And it's Rudzate. <laughs>
0: Well, welcome, Agnes. Thank you so much for joining us on The Whole Person Mindset today. So glad that you are with us. And, you know, here at The Whole Person Mindset, we're looking at how we can do life with a biblical mindset and how it affects every other area of our life. And one of the things that, as I've continued to learn and to grow, Agnes, in developing who I am as a person, the thing that I find that I need to consistently get better at is time blocking, time management, and preparation for my days ahead, and then not just planning, but then executing it. Because mm. one thing to plan, it's another thing to execute it.
1: Yes, absolutely, and you're not alone. <laughs> I, you're not alone in this. <laughs> you
0: know, so there's there's a passage in, in in the Bible. There's a there's a scripture, and it really just makes me feel like this is kind of what everything's going to kind of be around today. So I wanted to share it. It's James 1, starting in verse 5. If any one of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given unto you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed around. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, for such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. And so, you know, coming Mm -hmm. into this, when we talk about this, not only am I expecting to learn and to grow, but I don't want to be double-minded. I want clarity. I want focus in so many areas of my life. Mm -hmm. And I believe other people's lives, we feel like we're double-minded. We're tossed to and fro like that wave that's mentioned.
1: Yes, absolutely. And partly it's because we have so many distractions and those external triggers and internal triggers that we need to deal with. And for the quote that you just said, it's a lot about, trust and trusting the process and trusting the guidance. And most importantly, also trusting ourselves that we can make the right decisions about how we want to spend our time, where we want to invest our time and energy into. So it all goes very well together. And of course, the mindset is, is really the basis of all of that. And even though time management, productivity, focus. It's its a lot about structure and organization and technical things. It all starts from us. It all starts with the mindset.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, as you were saying, you know, it starts with mindset. It all starts with structure. When you, when you were speaking, like this thought came into my mind. And, you know, if we go back all the way to Genesis, it says you know, in Genesis one, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and then on the second day He created the waters, and then on the third day He created something else. Like there was a daily regiment that God mm-hmm. He created. There was a plan and there was a process, and He followed that process. And so, how in our lives can we build systems, or well, what systems should we build?
1: Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. So so how (laughs) should we build in order to be able to execute like a daily agenda and a daily plan to be more productive? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, that's a great question because, um, there are so many things that we need to take into consideration. However, it's not all that complicated, you know? Uh, so there, there are a couple of things that anyone can start do right now. All you need is willingness to change and a commitment to create those new success habits. And this is a big part of it. starting to create success habits instead of, uh, Going deeper into procrastination and, and habits that really don't serve you Because wouldn't you agree that distracted and cluttered mindset Holds us back on on our way to leveling up in all areas, right? Absolutely Yeah
0: 100% it, You yeah. know, one of the things that Held me back for a long time is just not knowing what to do So I'd start yeah. my day and then I'd be like, well, what do I do today? Mm-hmm. Then, I'd go tr- then I'd spend like two or three hours trying to figure out what I should do and then maybe only a few hours executing it. And then by the time the day ended, it was, like that, it was a very unproductive day. Yep. Until I started pre-planning my, my days.
1: Right, so that goes back all the way to, to clarity. Because when we don't know the direction, it's very easy to get distracted by everything all the time. When we know what we want and how that looks, we are working more strategically towards getting there. And then not so many things can distract us away from the track that we're supposed to go. So the clarity is one thing. Then focus you you constantly get distracted by our as i said external triggers outside distractions like you know pings rings and dings from our phones and laptops and and people um maybe our partners or a project uh, people that we work with you know it could come from any direction and then another thing is procrastination because And by the way, procrastination has nothing to do with laziness, but it's when we make excuses to, you know, do it tomorrow or I still have time for that. Even though we know that it's an important thing for us to do, to move forward, to level up in in business and life. And um, it's it's something that we tend to do even though we know we shouldn't. But again, it's a habit that needs that we need to get in charge of because at the end of the day, we have the control over everything that is happening in our lives, including our time, planning, schedule, agenda, anything that it might be that goes in the 24 hours that we call it a day.
0: Right. So I have a a two-part question here for you, okay? How do we recognize if we have a distracted mind or we're being distracted, and then Mm -hmm. what are some of the things that are common distractions? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So first, how do we recognize it is when we lack focus, right? You constantly get distracted uh, by anything. And the solution for that, if it's an outside external trigger that distracts you, is... One of the most common things that really distracts us are notifications. And again, like they're they're made for us to get informed, right? They, they, They have this very nice willingness to keep us informed. However, we're in control of that, right? We're in control of the information that we allow to bring in our world, So we're in control of those notifications and it's our responsibility to then either turn them off or choose what exactly and specifically we want to let inside our, our brain, you know, what information do we really need and what we can let slide or just eliminate
0: for good. Yeah. You know, that's something that you said about notifications, rings, dings, and church hurts and whatever, you know, I have all my notifications except um, I think there's my my text messages and phone calls. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the only notifications that I have because I just I don't want to be constantly checking my like I have a yep. bad habit to check my phone when I don't have notifications. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> what it would be if I had notifications and every little thing came up. Mm-hmm. So if I'm trying to, let's, let's say I need a plan and, and I need to create new habits mm-hmm. for my days ahead and for changing my life. If I, if I want to become a more strategic planner of my day, what yeah. are some of the habits that I need in order to become a more productive person? hmm
1: Yes. So uh, there are a few things that you can do right now. Like for example, uh, the same notifications, right? If, If you know that you have this bad habit of doing that, that's already a great start because this is where you can start and change that, right? The problem is when we don't realize that we have these habits of, checking our phones or checking the notifications or trying to multitask for example another great one that people think oh my god i'm so productive because i can do three things at the same time i speak on the phone write an email but then our focus is so divided that we don't really put a quality work into any of these actions
0: yeah um speaking of i have breaking mm-hmm. news <laughs> There's no such thing as being able to multitask, right? No such thing. <laughs> so when you say I'm a good multitasker, to me that means you cannot. You you are divided in your attention. Absolutely. When which which is funny because when I hear a lot of people doing job interviews, one of the things that they say like, "Oh, I'm a great multitasker." Yeah. Like, uh, it's I,
1: true and and unfortunately it's because it's being pra- you're being praised for it it's kind of like a good thing yes you're a multitasker however as as a person who gives you a job do you really want a person to do like a half quality work because they can do multiple things at the same time and and you, so you would say yes because you don't know that multitasking is actually Myth, it's not possible. (laughs) Right?
0: So, yes,
1: and unfortunately in the society it's been praised, it's it's good that you you do that, and and I've been in that position as well. And what it did to me, it led me to burnout, yeah, and that's what it does to people, unfortunately. And this is why I'm here, and I want to change that around because hard work and busyness it shouldn't be part of
0: our daily routine. Right. I, I have, two, like, there's two of my favorite quotes in life, and one of them is by a gentleman by the name of Ron Swanson. Do you know who Ron Swanson is? Remind me? He, he's a TV show character from Parks and Rec. Okay. Right? But here's, here's Ron Swanson's advice, okay? Never half-ass two things. Whole-ass one thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's, it's, it's about multitasking, you know, that it's, you can't do things, well, you can do things halfway, but then do you want to give a quality work or you don't? Right. And unfortunately, we're, we're a lot of times we're put in the position where we have to multitask. Otherwise we're no good.
0: Well, how do we get out of that position?
1: It's not diff- It's not. Uh, it's not easy because if your job is to do that, you've been praised for it. It's in your mind that this is how it needs to be, and then it goes back to you, to your mindset, to your to your mind, and asking questions. What What is it right? How it is that right for me, and is that right for your boss, for example? But That's a communication process then, internal company's communication
0: process. So let's say, whether it's a boss or you're self-employed, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's say you decide within yourself, like, you know what, I'm not going to try to multitask. I'm just going to singularly focus at what I am doing. And then if my attention needs to go elsewhere, then I can can take that attention and put it here and block everything else out. So Mm -hmm. how, how do you go about being able to change your attention and remain focused in your new direction? Because there's this quote that like, once you get interrupted, it'll take you 15 or 20 minutes to regain your attention, to go back to something. So how can you narrow that window and be able to shift focus?
1: Right. So that research that you were talking about, it said that people on average, they get distracted every 11 minutes. And the problem is, as you mentioned, that you get it, it takes 25 minutes to get back into that focus. So imagine if we are getting distracted so often, we're never really fully in the zone of focus because it just takes time to get back into that zone, right? Mm-hmm. And what I want to say here is that we need to deal with our pain. And what I mean by that is that. Time management really is a pain management,
0: and interesting. Hold on. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Hold on. Say that again.
1: Time management is pain management, and let me explain. Um, there are a lot of triggers that make us procrastinate and lean towards distraction. So, distractions are those that mess with our time management because we can have the best plan in place, the best system, the best everything, but unless we are not triggered, we're not going to be able to follow that plan. So, what I mean by pain management is that we need to look deeper into ourselves and ask ourselves questions. Why, for example, this certain task? Why? what why why does it trigger me why can't i do it now why do i want to procrastinate on it why do i want to uh, put my attention towards this and that and multitask what's happening why does it what does it do like where is that trigger where is that pain that because what it is is we're leaning towards distraction to avoid discomfort so there's something about a specific task that makes us uncomfortable, gives us some sort of pain and discomfort feeling that we we rather check the notification. We rather check this unimportant email and we rather take this phone call or do laundry, for example, than sit and, for example, do our tax declaration, you know? So the answer is in us. We just need to understand. And once we do that, once we ask ourselves these questions and it becomes clear, then you can manage your time that much better and actually stick to it. Mm. Because now you know what triggers you and why it triggers you. So it's easier to get back into that focus of that task.
0: I want to bring up something that you, you said and highlighted It says, leaning into distraction Mm -hmm. is trying to avoid discomfort. Yes. And it reminded me of a quote. Great men and women do the things they don't want to do when they don't want to do them.
1: Mm. You know, we need to fill in tax declarations, right? Every year. We need to do certain things. And unless you have somebody who can do those things for you with as least involvement as possible from your side, you will have to do that yourself, right? And it's not something that you can avoid. If you, um, if you are a coach, you're starting your online presence, for example, nobody will show up for you, but you will have to do that. And even on the bad days, you know, when you don't feel like you look pretty, you have bad hair day or whatever, because nobody else can be you. Right. Right. So you, you will have to do even the hard, the hard work, you know, that is that you want to procrastinate on is just, it is what it is. And once we understand why we are trying to avoid that, what does it cause and what solution can we find? If you can delegate certain things, why not? If you can't, then you need to do that yourself. Yeah. But it's also about the trust, you know, because delegation is not easy.
0: Right. No, it, it is. Isn't. I, I think because there's this idea like, well, I can do it better than someone yeah. delegating <laughs> or I don't want to spend the money, you yeah. know? And I get stuck with this sometimes like, for a while on this podcast, I've had an editor edit. And, you know, I, I ended up having a really good editor. But then something happened to where I was like, okay, my business isn't making as much money as it, it did when I was having an editor. Now I have to take this back. So now right. I have to change. So once, once the other picks up, I'm definitely going to hire the person back. So when we're going in between this, like hiring someone else or doing it, There's this, there's this lie that we all tell ourselves and it's sad. It's painful. And the lie is this. I just don't have enough time.
1: (laughs) I've heard that way too often. I would have to say, (laughs) I just don't have time. And it's true that so many of us, we just wish there could be more than 24 hours in a day, right? And um, how do we create more time? Because it's possible. It's possible. Yes, you're not going to create twenty four more than 24 hours in a day, but you can create more time for yourself. And the answer is very simple, right? Right have to make a conscious effort to create that. If we need more time, we must invest time now to make time, right? As the saying goes, uh, take time to make time. And it's so true, we have to invest that. We have to be willing to invest time to create a better structure, to create a better plan and create a better system. Uh, You know, Benjamin Franklin said, for every minute spent in organizing an hour is earned. So we must make a conscious decision to change a few things and, you know, to get that desired result and seeing pandemic effects on, you know, time management, productivity, it makes me even more eager to put the word out there and say that this is in fact possible to level up and not get busier, you know, manage the time so well that you don't feel exhausted by the end of the day instead you you're satisfied with the progress that you have made you know and for example did you know that the time tracking market will increase worldwide by roughly 21% by 2025 you know so
0: what do you mean by tracking people that track their time
1: yes All the um, apps and these online systems, Mm -hmm. management systems, because, I mean, obviously that means that there's a huge need for for time and well-managed time, I would have to say, right? For more than 24 hours in a day. But, you know, time doesn't care. It keeps going and we keep slaving for it. So answering your question about not having enough time, I say, there is more than enough until we allow a couple of uh, important steps to get into place for these time freedoms. So I have, I have a few things.
0: Yeah, please tell them.
1: And the first thing is that we really need to start changing our language. So Don't instead, it's
0: that a mindset thing.
1: Exactly, exactly. So instead of focusing on lack, we say, "I have more than enough time for what I want to accomplish," and we need to be mindful about that, and you know, really pay attention when we put that lackment mentality out there, because that's where we—that's what we are getting more of. Right, changing the language, and the second aspect is to really prioritize more effectively and that of course goes back to clarity uh, around our path our goals because not everything is important and not everything deserves your attention and time and energy and these are very valuable resources time energy and of course money as well so we we need to decide what, what we, how are we going to keep this balance? Do we want to invest more money to save more time? Or do we want to invest more time to, to save more money? Right. Like what is this going to be and how we can balance it out?
0: So let's, I, let's, I have a case study for you. Okay. Yeah. And, um, I'm not going to tell you his name. His name is Evan Herman and <laughs> he has a podcast that he's rebranding. Okay, He has a family, three children, and a baby on the way. He has a real estate career. He has a ministry he just started. And he's trying to, as well as, create a new online business coaching platform where he works with people and coaches people. And then slowly, he'll give up the real estate business as the other one takes off. So he's being pulled in many directions. And he's doing things in all those areas, but a little bit. You know, he's kicking the ball down the road a little bit each day, but not not significant growth, not significant change. What advice would you give that hypothetical person who doesn't exist? That's a lie. Uh, What advice would you give me on how I could be not only more productive, but also kick the ball further down the road in all those areas. Meanwhile, maintaining my sanity and a good sleep schedule. Yeah. Because a lot of people say, well, just stop sleeping. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. (laughs) When everything falls apart.
1: I would never suggest that because for productivity fundamentals, one of them is sleep. Then it's a diet, what, the food we eat, very important for our product productivity. Uh, then it's exercise, body movement, at least some sort of every single day. And the fourth one is our environment, which highly impacts our productivity. So when we talk about sleep, definitely you can't take away from it. As, as you can't take away from your food, you know, or anything like that, because it's just, it's a necessity. And yes, so very often, sorry, I'm going to answer your question, but so very often we do think that we can sleep less to create more time, but eventually, again, that leads to us burning out sooner rather than later, you know? Um, So answering your question, uh, there's one very good thing that you can do. I'm sorry, the hypothetical person who doesn't exist. Not
0: not me at all. No, not (laughs) me. The hypothetical person on the (laughs) screen
1: is to schedule your daily commitments in your planner, in your schedule, and never have a to do list. So let me explain to do list is like I'm a list person. I love lists, all sorts of kind of lists, but I'm not a fan of a to-do list because it just simply gives us too much freedom of choice. So when you have all of these different directions that you're being pulled and you need to decide, you're going to decide in the moment and some things you will let slide. But when you schedule things in your calendar, that gives you the power to choose what is truly important, what deserves that hour in your day. Because if it's not on your schedule, it's just a to-do list. It's kind of very, hmm, how do I feel? What I'm going to do now? But once you are committed to actually put things in your calendar, hour by hour or minute by minute, however you choose to do, you have prioritized these activities. So now you have committed to doing them and that uh, pulls you more into direction of actually completing them rather than saying, okay, I'm going to leave this to tomorrow because you have set amount of time. And again, of course, it goes back to prioritizing and, and the clarity, knowing exactly what we want and how we want it to look like. What is important for today or for the next week? And what I'm going to focus on week after and week after that, right? Because obviously you have many things and it's also sort of kind of like multitasking, right? Because we have a lot of things that we need our attention, but then it's up to us to prioritize our hours and minutes on the things that truly matter, that will help us level up, scale and, and, and grow.
0: So, Okay. I'm, I'm computing all this. I have what I call a, a daily agenda or planner. Mm-hmm. And it very much looks like a to do list. The way I have it is it's like, okay, this is what I have to do in real estate. This is what I have to do in ministry. This is what I have to do in podcasts. This is what I have to do in coaching. This is what I have to do. <laughs> and it's all listed out. Yeah. And then I choose my top three priorities. Mm -hmm. and I execute those. And then if I accomplish those, then I'll move on to whatever else I want on the list. Mm -hmm. Does that also work? Or should I still keep that intact, but then say, you know what? I'm moving this over to my calendar so that I'm not looking at the rest of the list and I'm building out my daily schedule. Because I think, you know, because as we're talking, I'm thinking about, all all right. So now that, I did four podcasts yesterday. I'm doing three podcasts today. Mm-hmm. What I didn't schedule for is editing the podcasts. Right. And that's not, <laughs> my, that's not on my list, but I didn't yes, exactly. schedule it. And so, but, go ahead. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what? One size doesn't fit all, and there is not one thing that works for everyone. Okay. If this system works for you, and you, you th- feel that you are productive, it's, it's, it's absolutely fine to continue with it. However, when we start to lack time, this is when we need to change things. Like for example, now editing, it's, it's a huge part of the podcast, right? It okay. it's, takes a lot of work and a lot of time. And if we don't actually schedule that in, wh- when are we going to do it? Are we going to take away from the sleep? What's going to give, right? right? Which activity? So I would definitely would suggest to, to schedule these type of things in. And also because when you constantly look at your to-do list, it gives you, even if you don't feel it, it sort of gives you like this back thoughts and kind of like um, a bit of a stress that, oh, there are, there are things that I need to do. There are all of these things that I need to accomplish, even if it's not for today, but it's kind of like in our back thoughts all the time. So our mind never stops and really focuses on one thing. But if we are able to manage that, to focus on the task at the time when we have designed to do it, we can actually finish that task faster.
0: Right. And I think for me, and this is just me. One thing that I like about having that agenda is it's also my brain dump. That way I'm not trying to think of all the other things that I might have to do. I just write everything down. That way I'm not thinking about it when I'm doing Mm -hmm. wherever I'm supposed to be present at. Yeah,
1: that's great. However, this is another problem that our to-do lists becomes like a brain dump where we have big projects, small projects, future visions, and everything in between. So it's not really a to-do list by the end of the day.
0: Right, that makes sense. Interesting.
1: <laughs> Food for thought. Something to Food think about. Thought. You know.
0: <laughs> what are some of the habits that we can start building upon today? Like, if you said mm-hmm. Evan, okay, you have you have your daily planner, but move things from that to your schedule. Okay, so that, that's yeah. one thing. What are because, some? Because
1: yeah, mm-hmm. just, just allocating time. Because that gives you the power over your, your things to do, you know, because we all have a million things to do. But when we take in charge, that, that changes things, right? That changes things. Another thing is uh, to really start to think about what, what is important, what you have said yes to and what you should say no to. Because we have hard time of doing that, and once we start to actually get into the habit of saying no to things that don't truly serve us to level up in our business and life, uh, it's actually life changing. You know, uh, so that would be another thing that I would uh, would suggest, and you know, declutter regularly, declutter your mind, your mindset, and your physical space because whether we want it or not things keep piling up whether it's the folder the drawer in your desk the the paperwork folders in your laptop um and it just creates unnecessary mess which then transforms into our mind and it's vice versa as well if our mind is in a mess our physical space can can be a mess as well so it's decluttering those aspects um it really helps.
0: Okay. Agnes, thank you so much for coming on to the Whole Person Mindset today. Where can people follow you?
1: Thank you very much for having me. Uh, they can always find me on Facebook uh, by my name, my family name, Agnes Ruzate. I'm, I'm pretty much always there. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn and Instagram, but mostly Facebook. So you can reach out to me by message or yeah. Otherwise it's no problem.
0: And your name is A-G-N-E-S-E-R-D, or excuse me,
1: (laughs) R-U-D-Z-A-T-E.
0: Perfect. Agnes, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I hope you have a great day, okay?
1: Thank you. Same to you.
0: Take care.